0: Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. It is a 21st of December edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Welcome to your Wednesday. Hope everybody had a good night last night and enjoyed a 5-3 win by the Flyers over the Columbus Blue Jackets. Two multi-goal scorers in the game for the Flyers and two players under the age of 25. And some of the young guys getting the job done. Another young player under the age of 25 getting the other flyer goal. It was two for Konechny. It was two for Owen Tippett, including one of them being an empty netter to ice the game. And it was also Morgan Frost and an under 25 player as well in Cam York with two assists in the game. Flyers outshoot Columbus in the game 39 to 33. They open the scoring in the first period. They get it done shorthanded to the flyers. Uh, the, Travis Konechny, as the Columbus Blue Jackets, are on their alone power play of the game Gets a, an area pass from Scott Lawton who broke up the play with a stick in the lane. And Konechny goes in and pulls the string not once but twice and is able to get the goal. Just a tremendous one-on-one play. And you can tell a guy is feeling confident with the puck when he pulls the string not once but twice and puts it through, gets the Flyers on the board, one nothing. With that goal, by the way, too, the Flyers now rank third in the NHL. With four shorthanded goals this season, the only trail Minnesota who's got six and Vegas who has five, and the Flyers recorded six shorthanded goals during the entirety of the 21-22 season, and they get one here. Scott Lawton had one last week as well when he got in on that breakaway. And it's hard to believe, towards mentioned this in his post-game press conference, that Travis Konechny never killed penalties in the NHL before this year. That's his first shorthanded goal. And a guy that seems built for shorthanded, He's got good anticipation. He's got good wheels. He can cover a lot of ground in the D zone. And when he gets in on an opportunity, it can become, as I think they've called it in a few places, I think they were calling it in Toronto last year, the power kill, where you can create offense off the penalty kill. Flyers do it there, and they get the goal go up one nothing. That's how the first period would end. In the second period, 5.58 in, it was the Blue Jackets who got the goal, Marchenko, his third. And then at 8.41, Kent Johnson Beats Carter Hart and Columbus takes the 2-1 lead. So, first period lead erased. Flyers answer though a 10:04 when Morgan Frost finds himself in the middle, all kinds of time and is able to beat uh, the Columbus netminder. It's his sixth of the season that ties a career high in game number 33. Cam York and JVR pick up the assist. Then at 14:18, Owen Tippett gets his goal and puts the Flyers back up in the game 3-2. So they go to the third up up uh, with the. So they go to the third with the lead in the game. They've actually been good in this situation this year when entering the third period with the lead. It's been ties and when trailing that they've really struggled. TK picks up his second goal of the game, 4-2 at the 245 mark. And again, another unbelievable play. A pseudo two-on-one with Patrick Brown. But Konechny crosses across the front of the Columbus defender and then goes backhand high glove. Just a beautiful beautiful goal. I thought the first one was a really pretty goal, the way he scored it, and a really talented, skilled goal. The second one may have been even more so. You're going to hear from TK in a minute on that goal as he visited with Tim Saunders and Steve Coates after the game. Andrew Peek then scored with a beautiful high blocker shot uh, to get the game back within a goal for Columbus, but the Flyers get the empty net goal. Owen Tippett, his second of the game and 10th of the season. Now, Travis Konecny so far this season has 14 goals, 13th and 14th last night, and he's done that in 27 games. If you extrapolate those 14 goals over 27 games on a projected 82 game scale, he's on pace for 42.5 goals per the amount of games that he's played. But he has missed some games. So let's go the 14 goals on the 33 games the Flyers have played and he's on a 35 goal pace. He may be uh last night made a big step for him to cementing his second All-Star appearance. We shall see. But let's get to Travis Connecting. He visited with Tim Saunders and Steve Coates after the win.
1: Travis, talk a little bit about what you guys had to do against the Columbus team. I know you weren't looking past these guys. Now with that good draw line out, what was the key to keeping that line in check? Yeah, I mean, they they gave us some trouble the last two games, so we had to really uh, bear down when we were playing against those guys. I thought, uh, you know, our line did a pretty good job against them. We kind of Got away from it a little bit and, and opened up the ice for him. But uh, we were uh, reminded pretty quick to tighten it back up.
0: TK, tell us about that first goal you were scored. I mean, I'll I tell you what. That was an absolute clinic of forcing the defenseman back and just back and back. And then your timing to be able to bring it back from, you know, from forehand to left It's just unbelievable. Tell us about <laughs> Thanks, it.
1: Thanks, Coate. Uh, honestly, I, when I originally got in, uh, I was looking for, for Lottie. Um, I thought he was on the 2-on-1 with me. And, I'm, I mean, maybe that uh, backed him up a little bit. Um, and then I, I kind of just went from there trying to find a shot lane. i got to ask you about the second goal. I was as impressed by the second goal. A perfectly placed backhand. it It's amazing. The confidence that you're clearly playing with has got to be an all-time high. I mean, I, I just... Uh I think Brownie did such a good job of driving that D back because he thought, I think he thought it was a two-on-one, and then uh, when, when he noticed it wasn't, it was too late, and he tried to to come up on me and... Um, I mean, that backhand's lucky. It's going to go in one out of 20 times, but it happened to go in. TK, good to get a win here at home. Final game of the calendar year in this building. You know you got a tough road ahead. A couple of more road games before Christmas and then the trip after the postseason. This the blueprint you guys want to try to follow? Yeah, this is exactly how we want to play. We, we did uh, We did a lot of good things tonight, you know, we led, we got down, we we battled back, and we finished it off. So it, it was a good effort by the guys.
0: There he is, Travis Konechny, saying it was luck. It didn't look like luck. It looked like a guy who was tremendously confident with his handle in Travis Konechny to get that goal, which turned out, that backhand goal, which turned out to be the game winner for the Flyers, their fourth goal. It ended up with five on the night, a team that struggles scoring. A little run support for your goaltender was just what the doctor ordered on a night. When Hart lets in three, usually if he lets in three, they're not winning. Tonight they let in three, but they score five. Also, after the game, I had a chance to catch up with a guy who returned to the lineup after six weeks. It was great to see Wade Allison back out there. A little nut, a little rust to knock off, perhaps, but that straight line four checker, we saw that on display. And Wade plays the game like a bowling ball. He, just, he gets in after it, and he's a busted type of player. Here's my conversation with Wade Allison after the game. Uh, joining us post-game, it is Flyers forward Wade Allison. Um, How did it feel to be back out?
2: Yeah, it's great to come back. It's great to play. Uh, I mean, this is this is why I do
0: this job. You know, it's, I, I love it and I really enjoy it. And uh, to get two points tonight is, is big for us. Talk about the team effort tonight because it was relentless again. You guys really peppered them with a lot. They had they got their opportunities, but ultimately you guys outlasted them.
2: Yeah, they, we, we were good tonight. You know, we made a couple mistakes and they made us pay for them, but... Uh, I liked what we were doing tonight. We did a lot of good things, and
0: we're going to build off that and continue to do it. How did you feel your energy was, because you played this game one way with a ton of it, and it looked like you had it.
2: Yeah, I felt good. You know, I'm, uh, I'm past that mentally, I'm clear physically, I feel good, so uh, just, just being able to just continue to go and go and go is, is something I'm looking forward to getting to next.
0: Let me ask you about heading into the third period. What was the message between the boys in the room? heading into that period? you guys been in a position a lot of times this year. Maybe it hasn't gotten across the goal line to get the win, but what was the message like from the group, and, and how, what was the nature of everybody being upbeat? Be smart,
2: you know, uh, believe, in, believe in our system, believe in what we're doing, believe in each other, and uh, just take care of business. We know, we know what we have to do.
0: Uh, going forward, you got a game on Thursday against Toronto, an afternoon game back-to-back in Carolina before the holiday. Your game, do you feel like you have a Dial it in a little bit. Did your hands feel in concert with your head and everything?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, taking five weeks off and coming back, you know, things aren't, you know, you don't have that little touch there. But uh, today was a building block, and I'll I'll build on it tomorrow, and we'll uh, we'll keep chipping away.
0: Looking forward to Thursday. Oh yeah, Wade, thanks for doing this. Thank you. All right, there he is, Wade Allison, and good to see him back in the lineup for the Flyers. He gets out there, played just over ten minutes of time. He'll lock uh, he'll get everything kind of dialed in and get the hands in concert with the head, with the feet, it takes a little time when you've missed six weeks and dealt with the hip pointer injury and the lower body injuries that he was dealing with. Uh, it's something that will not come immediately, so a couple of more games here before Christmas for Wade Allison with the Thursday's game against the Toronto Maple Leafs at 2 o'clock, an early game. And also on Friday, they'll take on Carolina. These next two games, not easy. Toronto, a team that's in the second spot in the Atlantic Division of the, of the uh, Eastern Conference. They are 46 points in, and they are six points back of the top in the NHL uh, team, the Boston Bruins. They've played 33 games, 27-6 and six on the season. They're 7-2-1 in their last 10, and they're plus 28 in goal differential. And Carolina on Friday in the back-to-back. Carolina's played 32 games, 26 and 6, 46 points. They're 9-0-1 in their last 10, and they've won six straight games. And by virtue of them winning six straight games, and now the Devils losing six straight games, the Devils are no longer the top team in the Metropolitan Division. I always I kind of said it here a couple of times. I'm not too sure about this Devils team. I think they're good. I think they're a playoff team, but I don't think that they were top of the NHL standings caliber. They're running into another rough patch right now. We'll see how they pull out of it or how long it lasts. There is a lot of talent there, but you do worry about the goaltending. I mean, at one point, I looked at the game that they played in last night, and they were losing 3-0 to Carolina, and they were getting outshot in the game, and they were outshooting Carolina 29-13. to Vitek Vanacek got pulled. Mackenzie Blackwood came in, and the Devils, you got to wonder about the goaltending because— If you don't have it, you could be in trouble. And the Devils go down 4-1 last night against Carolina. So two tough games for the Flyers. Thursday against Toronto, going to be a very difficult game. How John Tortorella parcels his goaltenders in this back-to-back I think should be interesting. If I'm a goalie, I don't want to be in either one of these games with these two teams. But it's a pick your poison. You get the guy with probably the best release in the NHL right now in Austin Matthews. If you play Thursday and you like day games or... You get the Carolina Hurricanes and Sebastian Ajo and a lot of the weapons that they have on Friday, and a team that's obviously playing incredibly well right now. Rod Brindamore's got his team at the top of the Metropolitan Division. So that's what's on tap before Christmas. Then the Flyers will have five days off. They won't be back until Thursday the 29th. A lot of teams going back on the 27th of December. Flyers have the extra two days, but they will start out on the West Coast, Disney on Ice in Philadelphia. Flyers will have that game on the 29th Thursday night at 10.30. Severe Flyers after dark hockey action, (laughs) big time. It's going to be a late night come the 29th. So Flyers get the win over Columbus, a 5-3 victory, and uh, they will be back at it coming up on Thursday. So coming up tomorrow, we'll have another brand-new edition of Flyers Daily, and Flyers President and General Manager Chuck Fletcher will be our guest on tomorrow's episode. So we'll talk to the GM about a lot of different subjects, including rebuild, including uh, a look at Cutter Gauthier, some of his young players, John Tortorella in the Kevin Hayes situation, and much more. So join us then on our brand new edition of Flyers Daily.